Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's time for the rematch. Camden Lewis, ready, set, place, kick on the way. Long enough. He missed it to the right. And the Huskies will win. This is a Pac-12 Championship Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Online at modspdx.com. Dirt and Spray on 1080. Hey, we're not done yet. The Fan. All right. 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray on Portland's sports leader 1080 The Van. Happy Tuesday, everybody. What is happening? It had to be the worst game of all time on primetime TV, right? I gave up. I had to throw the talent. I did, too. I can't do it. I saw it. Somebody tweeted. Um, somebody, somebody from The Ringer or something had a tweet saying, you're going you're gonna to miss this game in March. You're going to be praying for this game in March. Oh, one of those, like, football's over. Yes. We want football in our and lives. And I thought, no, I'm not. I March Madness. There's other things going on. I, I, No, I don't need that game in my life. Not I'm, at all, no. I, I can survive without horrible football between two really bad football teams. I want you to imagine <laughs> you get a phone call and it's somebody calling say, hey, I spent $280 on those football tickets. Oh, I'd God. like my money back, please. <laughs> what do the Minnesota Vikings do? I mean, you should give them a refund. Josh Dobbs <laughs> threw four interceptions, man. You four, lost four. to the Bears at home. How many touchdowns? Was, I gave up in the third quarter. How Only many one tud. One tud he was one scored? One tud because the, the Bears had a, not a, I don't think it was a walk-off, but they won with a field goal in the last seconds. field goal late. First time. They kicked four field goals. Yeah. <laughs> so there have been... 20, 29 times a team has not scored a touchdown in a game this season. First time a team has won. Wow. 29 times no tuds and the first team to win is it, the Bears. That is absolutely embarrassing. I I did I, I was sitting at home. I took the dog for a walk in the first half. And so I missed a chunk of like the end of the first quarter, second quarter, period. Wife gets home from work. It's like halftime. We're hanging out. Third quarter starts. I got like six minutes into the third quarter. And I just thought, I don't I don't need this. I don't need to watch this. This game has no impact on my life. These teams aren't going to the play. At least, God forbid. Minnesota one of, might. Please, for the love they of might. God, don't let either of these teams in the playoffs. Like, th- this is the most irrelevant football game that I can think of on a nationally televised schedule. And I'm not watching any more of this. And I went and laid in bed and I watched coach press conferences. I watched Landing. I watched DeBoer. I watched Jonathan Smith's interviews. It's like, this is more relevant to the mm. show. I'm not wasting any uh, more time on I this I flipped crap. over and watched Utah at St. Mary's. That's and, – and Bill Riley apparently – the internet not working at the scoreboard there at St. Mary's because I swear I saw Bill Riley with the butt end of his cell phone sticking it in front of his basketball. I'll shoot him a text today and say, Bill, 
We may have seen you calling your game on your phone. Did this happen? Yes. Via cell phone, play by play. Yeah, because he had it. He was holding it kind of in his palm. His palm turned up, and he turned the button to his color guy and then stuck it around to him as the camera pans as they're going from one end of the floor to the other. And that's ingenuity right there. You got to be creative, man. Yeah, for sure. You got you to adapt or die. Yeah, I, I, I turned that game off. Way before that game was over, I was done. I was good. We have an epidemic, I feel like, of bad primetime games this year. All the unders are hitting in primetime. Swag, unfortunately, was on the wrong side of it yesterday, as were probably some backers, because I I like that pick. But the under is something like 24 or 25 and 7 or something. It's insane. insane. I mean, we got, so this week, your primetime schedule. There's no way the under hits in Seahawks, Cowboys, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Seahawks getting shut down by that defense, that absolutely can happen. Their offense sucks. Their offense sucks, but Geno's likely to give it to the Cowboys. Like, when the Cowboys get turnovers, they turn them into touchdowns. This is true, but didn't they only score, I mean, they scored 26 on the commies, right? At in Seattle a couple weeks ago, or was that twenty nine? Uh, with the look. walk-off field goal for them. They 29-26. I mean, I, yeah. And I they see. scored 16 in a loss to the Rams, yeah. and they scored uh, 13 in a loss to yeah. the 49ers. Well, the Niner game was... That's not good offense no. right there. So that, your Thursday night game is Seahawks and Cowboys. At least I'm mildly intrigued by that, but it, I wouldn't be shocked at all if that turns into a bloodbath. That and the under on that one. Dude, Dallas just dominates bad teams at home, and I don't think Seattle's a very good team. Your Sunday night game this week is Packers hosting the Chiefs. Yeah, Packers' mm. defense isn't awful. Eh. What's the weather going to be in Lambeau? So it's 35 and clear right now. So that's your oh, Sunday night okay. game. So we won't have... And that Kansas City defense? Yeah, that's... Is yeah. Jordan Love going to wheel and deal the way he has been the last two weeks? Are we parlaying the under in these games? And then your we Monday might. night game... Aaron Jones is still dinged up. Yes, he is. Your Monday night game is the Joe Burrowless Bengals. Oh, yeah. With Jake right. Browning on the road against Jacksonville. <laughs> the over-under in that game is 38 and a half. It was Ooh, 16-10 against Pittsburgh in Cincinnati. That's got underwritten all... I think we might that. have to parlay the primetime games this week. I think I, we might be onto a show parlay here. I'm just there saying it. It's, it's the thing that's hitting the most right now is the unders. I wish I would have had this yeah, the information most before I locked in my overbet Yeah, for the last most night. nervous is the Cowboy game because the Cowboy defense has the potential to to score defensive or special teams touchdowns and blow it out. I laid, That's the scary one. I, I talk often about my small unit. I laid a very uncomfortable amount of money for myself just on Today the I'm laying the big wood. I did on Baltimore minus three. <laughs> Zay Flowers going into the end zone. Which is not the right play, but I love him for it. Well, it was to me. Uh, I, I almost cried. Donna in my saw living the room. cover dance. <laughs> my wife did. She was like, What happened? I'm like, We're cashing a ticket, is what happened. <laughs> We're going to Sizzler. And uh, when you make a big bet on one game and you win it, yeah, you kind of become snobby gambling guy. I didn't touch yesterday's game. I liked the over. I didn't touch that game. I don't need it. It's beneath me. Well, I, I my producer for my gambling show will randomly text me all the time, uh, me and uh, my co-host. And yesterday, unsolicited, he sends this text. I want to read this. Just This was 6.30 at night. This is 9.30 where he lives. He's in New York. He goes, I'm looking at lines for next week. And I'm seeing the Chargers six-point favorite in Foxborough. <laughs> Same feeling I had as the Bills game. I'm laying the wood on the Patriots. <laughs> I said, you are a sick, sick man for touching that game. You need some help there, buddy. You need he some goes, help. He goes, but it's Belichick against Staley. <laughs> and I go, Belichick has two wins this year. He goes, don't bet against Bill. 
Yeah, I'm gonna bet against. I mean, not in that I'm game. I'm not touching that. I'm game. not touching that game. I but I'm touching I, that game. I have no problem betting against Bill Belichick Get this out year. Of here That's no that. longer a thing. They're two and nine. Is yeah. it? Is there how many teams in the NFL still have one win? Well, how many two and ten? Are they two and ten now after the loss this weekend? I'm trying to remember if it, what week it is. Oh, I don't know. So oh, Carolina, I think the Panthers have one win. Bye bye, Frank Reich. Yeah, they are the only one win team. So they have the second worst record in the NFL, Shout tied with the, the Bears. Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Bears got that pick. The Bears are now four and eight on the year. The Bears have doubled up the Patriots' win total this season. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going think after about some that wins. For a second. They're confident Panthers are going to give them that number yeah, one pick. Baby. Getting, the other one will turn into a top five pick. They're living life. They're they don't have to take one. This they're is great, dude. You get two of the top four picks in the draft. Do you guys ever feel like math lies to you when you hear things out loud? Yes. Like there's two. I'll give you two examples where I think in football math is lying to you because when you say it, it sounds so good. Like you get to say, "Oh, this happened." And your immediate reaction should be, well, holy hell, look at that. I give you the Colorado Buffaloes. <laughs> hey, man, he got four times the amount of wins in year one. You'd be like, wow, four times the amount? Sure. And then you find out what that number is. You just said it out loud. The Bears have double the wins. <laughs> I just kind of think, oh, man, what's that number? And you drop a four. I'm like, no, nah, okay. Four and eight, baby. Four and eight. That's where math lies out loud. You're just like, I know it's mathematically true. It just sounds so much better than it really is. I believe the Chicago Bears are still technically alive for an NFC wildcard playoff spot. The bottom of the AFC and NFC playoffs it's is awful. Is atrocious. The Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles. I don't know who the two seed's going to be. You're seven But they're going to get well, a cakewalk the, the spot in the playoff. to get, and I think where the Cowboys are after, is that number one wild card slot because the NFC South champion could have a losing record. Oh, yeah. You want to play the NFC South. Yeah. So the, the number one wild card that's slot. That's not going to happen for the Cowboys. They, they already have a head-to-head loss to the 49ers, and the 49ers are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Wow. So good luck yeah. with that. No, 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 no. The 49ers <laughs> will win the division. So the number one wild card oh, slot touche, plays touche. the I worst division I was thinking winner. the two seed. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right now, yeah, they would be the five seed, and they, they have – I mean, that is locked up. There's no chance anybody else catches them there. <laughs> I'm all over the Jets plus three because the Falcons are in New York. <laughs> oh, we're doing some early look lines? I love it, dude. I, the Jet, I mean, look, the Jets played about as bad as you can on Friday. They did. And I, I know Tim Boyle sucks, but – I've watched Atlanta, too, and they're not anything to write home about. How happy dance was it when Javon Holland had a 100-yard pick six to end the first half? What was that game, 10-6? to Because I was down on the road. I didn't see hardly any of it. Full disclosure, I'll tell you what happened. Friday, I'm watching this game. Uh, Nebraska, Iowa had just (laughs) ended. I'm like, oh, my God, the under still hit. How did that happen? 13-10, to those poor bastards. Punts, punts, punts. Punts, 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 punts. I'm getting a punt and sweatshirt. It's my new team. Those poor bastards. And uh, that game ends. I flip over to Prime. I'm watching this game. I'm like, I was feeling... Feeling weirdly confident. I don't know why. And Miami's up 10. I'm like, okay, great. And I'm watching the end of the first half. Tua throws a pick. And I'm like, and it, it's returned back. They missed the extra point. And I'm like, great. Dominated the first half. Only up four. 10 to six. Grabbed my dog. Pissed off. Walked him. Smoked a little weed. Came back. My dad was like, man, my jet's terrible. I go, only down four. Shut up. I got the Dolphins minus nine. He goes, what? And I turn on the thing. I missed the pick six. You missed it live. So man. when I saw Holland go into the end, so, go! I was like Kramer at the horse track. Go! Go! Yeah! That does not happen as often as you would think. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. 
an end of the game, end of half hail mary return. Like we've seen the kicks that come up short, the, the kick sixes, and the guys yeah. in the back of the yeah, end we zone. Have that the we've hail mary picks, return doesn't have because like, we saw the one from the Steelers in the Super Bowl, but they were down close to the end zone. Sure, that was like a Cardinals. slant, and somebody jumped in the way, and yeah. everybody's down on the two yard line. It like yeah. makes a little more sense. This like I'm just surprised we don't see plays like that more often. Yeah, I'm with you there because I can't even. I don't even know if I've ever honestly seen that before. I still don't know how he did it. It's it. <laughs> Football players have this weird ability where when the fast ones are going, they can just hit an angle and it doesn't matter. But, like, I'm also like, you see which way he's running. Like, <laughs> there was nobody. I think it took uh, Wilson to track him down at the very end, but he got into the end zone. He got yeah. in too late. Which, it, by the way, I think Garrett Wilson on that play, I believe he ran 174 yards. That sounds about right because he had to go all the way to, to do the Hail From Mary end zone route. to end zone in total running distance, he ran 174 yards. Dude, brutal. And then you get those offensive linemen. There's nothing funnier than watching an offensive lineman try and take an angle on a guy who is way faster than them. I, and you just realize effort. like immediately you're like, oh, God, I'm not catching this guy. And then they yes. do like the fall and flail and try and trip him up. It's like, nope, he's already gone. There was one. It was either this year or last year. I think I texted you guys, and I can't remember what game it was. But there was a lineman that had no chance, and he knew it, and everybody in the building knew it. No chance of tracking down the pick six, and he's seen like, I mean, dirt. He might have been ten to thirteen feet behind the guy, and he just like dives oh. up. He like jumps up in the air like he's diving forward, just falls down. And I have a theory that he did it in that moment. For the playback. Yes. Coach, look. I gave my effort. I'm out there working. And he knew he wasn't getting it. He's like, hey, let me, what if this looks better? So he jumps up and dives, and it was terrible. Everybody who played high school sports learned how to make the exercising conditioning look harder than it actually was. Oh, yeah. Like the struggle run of like, dude, I'm grinding out here. I'm working my my tail off. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. It's like the. uh, (laughs) Pick up the pace. It's like like a a Tyreek Hill player like type. Whoever that was in your high school. They would get up after they had like a long, fast run. They do kind of like a limp back. And you're like, oh, no, he's hurt. No, no, he's not. He's just trying to make it look like he's tough. Exactly. Oh, I got through that. I'm working hard, baby. We're working hard out here. It's what we do every day. It is. Uh, We've got a good show today. Colin Wilson's going to join us from the Action Network at 730 for the Daily Ticker. Uh, I'm curious if he's laying the big wood on Oregon minus the nine and a half. As they get ready for the Huskies on Friday. Got a little Jonathan Smith audio. He did an interview on the Big Ten Network. Swag is rolling his eyes. Um, so we'll play that for you. He's Big Smith now. What? That's what they call him. Big Smith. B-I-G. Is that what they're really calling him? Michigan no, State? I just made that up. Did you see his weird stadium video? I did. Where he walked out onto the field in they, the snow. And they called him King of the North. <laughs> There is nothing that I enjoy more, and every fan base is guilty of is this. Is he suffering a midlife crisis? Have we actually examined that part of this? Because it's like, got real, I just bought a convertible vibes. I feel like he's dying his hair. Conspiracy theory. Oh, I don't think that's a conspiracy. I feel like he's dying his hair. Dude, he's 45, 46. It's jet black. And it's jet black. Like, come on. Nobody's hair is that black. Right. <laughs> Tim Taylor, we're looking at you. Well, Tim Taylor doesn't do that anymore. Tim <laughs> no. Taylor's a silver fox. <laughs> It might be a gray fox at this point, but he looks good. Jack Black, it stands out like a sore thumb. Like, you're not that young. It's the Ryan Day thing. (laughs) It's what makes me root for Michigan and cheating Harbaugh is I can't stand it. What's the problem with having some gray? Or balding a little bit, you know? Just age naturally. Well, whatever you have, just (laughs) lean into it. Like, there's... It's be not yourself. Perfect. Yeah, be yourself. I uh, there's nothing that I enjoy more though than ha- it happens at every school. The honeymoon period of hiring a new coach is just 
I love it. I know. Everybody, this got is the guy, guy yeah. that we got our yeah. guy. He's he's going to lead us to the promised land. Wait till Trent Bray's introduced. Dude, we got the guy. You fast forward six games into the season and Michigan State's two and four. And people are like, oh, what's going on in here? I don't know if he got that offensive line coach either. I don't know if Mahalachek is gone yet. Loses 52-17 to 17 at Autzen Stadium. What the hell, man? That would be massive if Oregon State were able to hold him. And if Aiden Giles and Damian come back, I think I made the. Uh, I made, I'm I've made the. Gonna be curious how much orange and black sneaks into Autzen on that uh, Saturday, October fifth. I've to, made the decision to witness if Aiden and Damian come back. I'm in next year. Your fandom is back. Well, I yeah, I always have a. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. The passion, you know, football season. Yes, yes. Yeah. good for you. Because I heard some scheduling stuff on a Spaces last night. Ooh. Are we going to Notre Dame? That'd be fun. Go we, to South Bend. We might be. I'd be down for that trip. Uh, I've always wanted to, to go to a game trip. at South Bend. You're going to go? I mean, I'd love to go to South Let's, Bend. Yeah. Oregon Let's, State, Notre Dame, during Let's spring on the road. <laughs> just going to put the Rudy soundtrack in my headphones <laughs> as I land. I might have to root against your team in that game. I'll root, against, I'll root for you in all the other games. I might root against you in that one. Eh, that's fair. I, wrote, I rooted for Nebraska when we went to the Oregon-Nebraska game. <laughs> yeah, each their own, you yeah, know? Exactly. We all have our different interests. Uh, all right, well, let's get it going. Dirt and Sprague, uh, we start. We start. We have the Dirty Poll at 630 today as well. An update on the Dirty Poll. How does the top 10 shake out? Dirt and Sprague loaded show on 1080 The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We will get to the uh, dirty poll here, the top 10 of college football. Poll questions up. Is Jonathan Smith going through a midlife crisis, yes or no, at Dirt and Sprague? Uh, I want to share a very heartbreaking story quickly. What I love about people who hang out with us, listen to the show, catch up on the show, on the podcast, what have you, is just uh, taking us for who we are. And we know that we're not perfect in any stretch, so I know we just talked a little gambling. I want to bring a heartbreaking gambling story to you guys. Uh-oh. I don't know if you saw this. It was one of our coworkers at Odyssey. His name is Danny Parkins. He hosts an afternoon show uh, in Chicago on 670 The Score, the drive time show. And uh, him and a bunch of friends entered into the Circa Survivor Pool NFL that nets you $9 million if you win. Woo! Now, it's a $1,000 entry free entry fee. So I want you to bear that in mind cuz I'm kicking around the idea of getting us plus some others you know, 50 to 100 dollars each. Let's go all in. Let's yeah. pick a game. You get 10 guys with 100 bucks each. That I, that could be controversial though. Well, is it a vote count on how you pick the team? How does that work? So here's the thing. He made news this week because he was down to 149 people. He was left. He was in the the 149 or left to win the $9 million survivor pool. He was one of them. Oh, no. Who did he take? Who had the most heartbreaking loss this weekend? They went through all of the teams that they could possibly pick. Because once you pick a team... You're out. Yeah. Like, you can't go back. It's not the rules sure. that you run by. You get to pick a team once, and that's it. All season long. So what they were down to was Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, and New England. Yeah. And he was trying like hell on this group chat to take 
The Steelers. Yes, that would have been. Hold on, who did the Colts play? The Bucks. Tampa. Okay, that's. Yeah, it was yeah, Tampa. They were I'm up not 10 touching most of that game, though. I'm not touching New England. Uh, I would because they're on the road. That would be a balance between Pittsburgh going against a backup quarterback or Indy at home. So here's the problem: the group said Pittsburgh can't be trusted on the road, bro. The group said, "I don't know, man. Mike Evans against the Colts. I could see it." And the group concluded, New England against DeVito? Let's do it. And his group picked New England. Guess who got eliminated from the $9 million Might need some therapy. This is the problem. This is the issue. I voted. I kept saying and trying to sway guys, and nobody wanted the Steelers. Now, were there other people in, like... It sounds like this is a 12 to 15 person group. The way he was classifying it. But is it all like sports media people or is it all his buddies? Buddies. See, then I feel like as a sports media person, I should get the overriding vote. Really? I do. I do feel like I should have, I should be the authority on this. That is, (laughs) that is a very controversial I know more than NFL coaches do about football (laughs) and I want to have the last say in the survivor pool. I don't need Joe Schmo, who works in accounting down there telling me that the New England Patriots are going to win this weekend. It's not going to happen. Do you, okay, so you, you, you were who actually I thought of. I, I know Swag, you got fraternity brothers here. Yeah. I thought of Dirt because I've met like all nine rounds of friends of Dirt. Dirt has just like, here's my group of friends. And then, oh, here's another group of friends. I'm like, what? How many waves are going to hit me here? Dirt's got a lot of friends. And I've also seen Dirt in his environment with his friends, heard him arguing with his friends about sports. <laughs> I don't know if you get that cachet in your friend group. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. I get the final say on this pick. I don't know if I... The idea of winning $9 million is awesome, and I'm all in on that. But if you have... if you have it, 10 is probably the minimum you could do this with, because how many people are you going to find? What if you have five and five splits? Yeah, but then... You're, yeah, well, that's the tough part, right? But I think I'm saying 10 going in is the probably minimum, because you're not getting people that are going to want to put in 400 bucks, right? Like, that's, right. that's a little... Well, you don't want to do it If you either. got five each with two hundy... Yeah, uh, I don't. I think the most now I'd you, want to spend is a hundo. I know a, it's nine million to survive but. against this many people in a survivor pool. I mean, that's essentially flushing two hundred dollars down the toilet. You're like, essentially your flushing any of it. Down. Winning yeah. are very low, very so slim. I would almost want to go with more people to have a lesser buy-in. But say you but got to this the point, one hundred and forty-nine people left. Your group is one of those one hundred and forty-nine. Yeah, like. In what world? And he said the reasoning was Belichick against DeVito. And I just was like, are those people not watching what the Patriots are? We're really playing the Super Bowl Patriots in our brain? Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. And he's still doing it. I just told you my gambling producer's like, I love the Patriots. And maybe they're right. Maybe he's right this weekend. I just think that team's tanking. He froze his own kicker this weekend. I don't know if anybody saw this. So they they had a chance to win this game. And they were lined up for the kick. By the way, a scout had notes that got leaked on Twitter about the kicker. All it said was, wide left, wide left in caps, this kid only goes left. That's what the notes said. (laughs) So they line up for the kick, New England to beat the Giants, timeout Patriots. (laughs) What? Froze his own kicker. Guess what? Goes out there, completely shanks the kick. And I'm like, oh, Bill, you sly dog. 
You're going for Caleb. He needs a quarterback. He, he needs a quarterback. He can't win without a quarterback. No, he cannot. He's not even telling Mac Jones during the week if he's going to start and when he's going to play. I don't think they even <laughs> communicate. Mac Jones was asked, how often do you talk to the head coach this week? And he's like, ah, you know, we see each other every now and then. They don't have any communication, dude. This guy has totally moved on. He's either getting traded in the offseason to Washington or he's drafting a quarterback. Wait, why Washington? There's all those rumors out oh, there that Wash- the commanders want to yeah. make a splash. The new ownership Ugh. needs a he needs a big play on the sidelines. And you trade a second. I don't know what it would. I take don't want to an eighty year old man <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm on the offense. <laughs> like I, I get. He's the, never been on the offense. I get the theory on Danny DeVito. Like you can point that out. It's Danny DeVito quarterback hey, in the NFL game. Hey, touchdown, dude. His family. Why is did just, you guys both do that with your fingers? Because <laughs> Because that's not? what he does. How do you not? He, there's a clip of him doing this. Yes. A, a still shot of him at some point in the game arguing to the sideline, doing the Italian finger <laughs> thing, and it's just <laughs> perfect. His family looks like the Sopranos, by the way. They're from New Jersey. I'm not, he lives with his, his mom. His name is DeVito. I know. <laughs> Come on. He drives like to the stadium. 10 miles from the stadium. Ma, me love! That's him in his basement after beating <laughs> the Patriots this weekend. But they at least, like, say what you want about DeVito, they at least were coming in off of a win to that game. They, and I know that because I had them in a big parlay. I took the commander's money line. They were like a 10-point favorite against uh, against the Giants. Mm. And I thought the commanders were at home. There's no way they're going to lose this game. Mm. Commander's money line. <laughs> like, they're playing Danny DeVito. I literally did this a week ago. Danny DeVito is the quarterback of the Giants. He's not going on the road and winning an NFL game, and he won an NFL game. They literally just won last weekend. I look, you're you're having a great year. I do think it's fair to say out loud. Why did you have such confidence in the Commanders of all the teams? You were like, no, the Commanders can't lose. And it's just stupid too because it's just an additional pick to spice up your odds in like a big parlay. And you're like, ah, whatever, just money line. They're right. favored by nine. Right. I don't know if they're going to cover. They're going to win though. Just give me money line. So you think if you. If you got the you you have guys in your brain right now, I know you're mentally seeing. I know a couple of them. I see him too. You think ultimately if there comes to a standstill on a pick, you get the final say of the entire group. I think so. I think so. Even though you've spent not more money, <laughs> but because you've got this dumb job. Yeah, that's how it works, right? <laughs> that's how it works. I would have been That's you, a ballsy thing to say. I like you, Are it. you willing to accept that level of responsibility? Yeah. I will accept that responsibility. Okay. Uh, you would well, have, what's what's what happens if they lose? <laughs> what does that mean? Do you know. accept it? What? A couple texts, you idiot, idiot. All right, it's done. You, you you blow a chance at nine million if you get That's close. A lot of money. That could cost you a friendship or two. I will just say this. I don't know about it's a final bad s- friendship if a hundred dollars costs <laughs> it you a ruins friendship. it. I don't know if I should have the final say. I will say though, if I was in that group. You would have had to drag me out of the house kicking and screaming <laughs> over taking the New England Patriots. Like, there is no world me either. in which the Steelers' defense against Jake Browning yeah. and the Colts, who were at home against a bad Bucks team, not were not better picks than New England on the road. Yeah. On the road. No chance. That That is the third pick you take there. The hottest take was he shared the video on his Twitter account. He was driving on a freeway in Chicago, and there's snow everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think you should be doing this video right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should focus it's on the road. It's a little dangerous where you're driving. Eyes up, buddy. Eyes up. Uh, all right. Let's get to the dirty poll, the top 10 of college football next on The Fan. Colin Wilson will join us at 730. Uh, we've got the dirty poll to get to. Mm. The playoff will be released tonight. What do you guys think America wants? Uh, not in the poll tonight, but what what is the playoff that's most 
intriguing, entertaining, wild, and one that America, you think largely would go, yeah, those four teams would make me happy. I think it starts with Florida State losing. We need Florida State to lose. You're not giving them the Ohio State Cardell Jones thing, huh? I'm not giving them a chance. Oh, no. Okay. I'm just not. I, maybe I'm wrong on that, and Florida State ends up winning the national title, and you can laugh in my face when that happens in a month or two months. I think I think Georgia-Texas won four, Michigan-Oregon two, three. Yeah, I agree completely Texas, huh? You think America yeah. wants to see the Longhorns? Yeah. I think that would represent different conferences. You would have the SEC. The only conference that would be left out of that would be the ACC, and it's just it's tough luck for Florida State, man. I've been there. We've had years where our quarterbacks have got hurt late in the season. It's the worst thing to happen. But I, if they yeah. end up winning this weekend and they get, whether it's the three seed or the four seed, they will get absolutely demolished by whoever they play. There is not a chance in hell Florida State wins a playoff game with a backup quarterback. Swag, if we pulled the tape. Write that down. Uh, if we pulled the tape a year ago, <laughs> would Dirt have been saying the same thing about TCU against Michigan? Because I think we both did. We both did, and then at least I ended up being right in the national title game. The proof, the proof. Well, who finally who rose to the top? Everybody they knew lost they were sixty-nine lose. to ten. Well, I don't even know if they scored ten. I think it was like sixty-nine to seven. I don't know who would have hung with that Georgia team. I don't think Ohio State was. did. They almost beat them. They should have well, beat them. Touche, touche. Should have right. beat them in the first game. Threw that right in my face. <laughs> if they don't call timeout on a fake punt, oh, well, they would have won that game. Ohio State had a kick. And as the seconds wrapped up to win that game. What would you make of the committee putting Texas, if they win the Big 12, and Oregon, if they win the Pac-12, Texas 3 against Michigan and making you play Georgia? Be really upset. (laughs) Really upset. Because I could see the Dan Lanning smart thing being interesting for television. I also think Oregon can hang with Georgia, and I know that sounds blasphemous to some. It's easy for you to say over there, bud. (laughs) Punts. Punt sweatshirt. Let's go. I'm all in. I have. There's no emotion tied to it. It's amazing. Oh, I don't want nothing to do with that team. Uh, the punts? No. Oh. The Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, I want no. nothing to do with that team. You might have to face them to get that first PTSD title. that pops up when I see that name. Husky's got a natty. You need to get yourself one. Uh, half of one. It doesn't no. count. So, you know. Let's get to the uh, top 10 dirty pole countdown of college football. I can't fathom, by the way, final thought on this. I can't fathom a whole lot of controversy and anger and conversation from tonight's rankings because we have conference championship week, so it's kind of like this literally doesn't matter. The next one is the one that matters. I think a big one will be, I don't expect it to happen, is does anybody jump Oregon as the the top one lost team? Where does Ohio State go? What do they do with Ohio State? You're out. And You're buying Oregon. And I tend to agree with you. I'm just saying that's the only thing to keep an eye on. Hell out of here, Ryan. Because if there's not a reason now to jump Texas ahead of Oregon, there won't be a reason this weekend because Oregon has the better matchup in their conference championship game. So if they both win, now you got to win, but if they both win, Texas is playing Oklahoma State, Oregon's playing Washington, there's no argument at yeah. that point to say Texas deserves to be in over them. Uh, dirty poll will start at the back end of the top 10. Missouri's still in there, whatever. They're 10 and 2. That's fine. Eli Drinkwitz, good year. They're number 10. Uh, number 9 is going to be the Oklahoma Sooners making their re debut. They haven't been in in a while. I've done some thinking on them. They're a two loss team, 10 and 2. They have a win over Texas. They're not in the Big 12 title game because they lost to Kansas and Oklahoma State. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, though, in that Oklahoma State game because they had one of the worst no calls that I've seen maybe all season on a what should have been a defensive pass interference in the end zone. The Big 12 cooked the books. Fine, whatever, but they're a 10 and 2 team. Oklahoma reshows up. Why would the Big, 10 cook, Big 12 cook the books on Oklahoma? Because they're leaving the conference. Do you remember <laughs> what the commissioner said at the start of the year to yeah, Texas Tech? Tech? Said, go beat Texas in the final game of the season. They've been actively rooting against those teams all year. Watch that in officiating this weekend. What if Oklahoma State gets all the calls and wins the Big 12 title? <laughs> Be hilarious. Uh, number eight, 
is the free-falling Ohio State Buckeyes. Their resume is fine. Nobody that's watched that team, though, has thought, you know, I think they can win a championship with that offense. Kyle McCord is not a good quarterback. I thought Stu Gotts had a great joke yesterday. They have Maserati Marv at wide receiver and Honda McCord at quarterback. <laughs> like, that's pretty good. Ohio State has a couple of quality wins, but, I mean, on Penn State and Notre Dame, whatever. That's not topping I, them into the into the highest-ranked one-loss team. I, I said that three weeks ago on the show because <laughs> the Internet's been calling him Honda McCord. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. Good joke. That was a good one, dude. Well done. Proud of you. I'm five feet from you every day. <laughs> you say a lot. It's hard to keep track of all of it. <laughs> Alabama is at number seven, unchanged there. Texas is at number six, unchanged there. Oh, actually, no, they're all sliding up a spot because Ohio State slipped down. Oregon is now at number five, still the one loss, uh, top-ranked one-loss team. And the top four remains unchanged. I did have a hard time with the Washington-Michigan question. Like, Washington keeps doing this. Their resume is unquestionably, in my mind, better than Michigan's. But if you had to pick a team who's going to win on a neutral field right now, like, everybody would take Michigan over Washington. Yes. Uh, but I'm just I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt resume-wise. Wow. And I want Oregon's win on Friday to look more impressive. So your top four remain Florida State, Michigan, Washington, and Georgia. And for the love of God, Louisville, please win this weekend and save us from the national nightmare of Florida State being in the playoffs. So Washington three, Michigan Washington four. is still two. Michigan is three. Oh. Florida State still four. Okay. Sorry. And number one is unchanged. Okay. The Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. We got that all sorted out now. There we go. There you go. Top ten. Dirty poll. Uh, Coming up next, is this narrative getting a little too loud? We'll talk about it next on The Fan. We don't need to dwell on this long. I don't know what the NBA is waiting on with the Josh Giddy story. But the fact that the guy is still playing, like, you don't want to punish him too much because you're still investigating. Cool, he can get paid without having to play. It's really gross to watch Oklahoma fans like giving a standing ovation in the starting lineup after that story came out. Like, really disgusting. Yeah, not a good look. I've always told you guys, Oklahoma, no offense to the good people in that state, and I know there are some. <laughs> There's some nasty people there, and it is a gross state. I saw that he was introduced the other night, and I was just wondering aloud in my living room, wait, what? Still playing. He's still, Okay. Because Wander Franco had this with the Rays, and I'm pretty sure baseball put the kibosh on that immediately. But Adam Silver, he's so progressive. He's so ahead of the curve. Um, so uh, Malika sent a nice, uh, strongly worded tweet. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was just a retweet. The NBA looking for more information. <laughs> well done, Malika. She unfortunately was trending on Twitter well yesterday. Done. And I'm not going to talk about Feet to about the fire. That. Feet to the fire. You got to hold their feet to the fire. Come on. Uh, there is a narrative building that's kind of bothering me. Now, may not... Not uh, Bo Nix three weeks ago. Heisman talk bother me. Uh-oh, you still got a bone to pick with Bo. No, Bo's going to win it. I've conceded it. I, it is what it is. I get it. <laughs> Congratulations to Bo Nix. A hell of a turnaround in a career, by the way. You're going to start the hashtag, not my Heisman. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be kind of funny if I did. Not the real Heisman. Uh, no, this one kind of bothers me maybe more. Mm. I want you to take a listen to Todd McShay. Oh, okay. Who was on the Ryan Rossillo podcast and was asked if... Jalen Hurts is now on the exact same level as Patrick Mahomes. No matter how bad the first three and a half quarters are, no matter what's going on, no matter what the situation, if you give him the ball under two minutes, down one score, he's going to find a way to win. And I'm I'm starting to feel like that with Jalen Hurts. Like, you can outplay him for three and a half quarters. 
doesn't matter what's going on. He could be fighting with AJ Brown on the sidelines. There's, there's some issue that's going on. Whatever it is, I saw what I think it was 158 down, down whatever points they were, down field goal, whatever. I forget the exact situation. But he got the ball, and I was like, they're they're good. They're good. You know, and then that was the case. And it's just remarkable. Like I, I just watched Jalen Hurts, and I think he's got something special that very few – I think he and Mahomes are the only two guys that I absolutely would rely on. So now we've reached a point <laughs> of the season. Uh, Vegas, you, you're laughing. Vegas actually doesn't disagree with McShay all that much. He is the favorite right now in Vegas to win the league MVP. We've reached a point where the 10-1 and Eagles – not Joe Burrow. Not Joe Burrow. No, he, we don't count on Joe Burrow anymore. He's not in that conversation. Nope. No, he's out. Well, of, okay. He's not in the lineup half oh, the time. Oh, yeah, okay. Play? Sure. Why don't you gotcha. be healthy? He's been in a Super Bowl and an AFC title the last two years. Biggest but, you know, ability is availability. Hey, that's true. So stupid. That's true. <laughs> There's, they're, they're not. God, this you're going to get me going today. Oh, look at this. You, I've also poked a bear with you. Jalen Hurts is good as Patrick Mahomes. This is so stupid. He did one, wear his hockey a. jersey. He's ready to drop the he gloves. Did. Dude, yeah. I'm ready. Oh. Where's Todd McShay? Bring him in here. I'm going to punch him in the face for this dumb of a take. This is like, I think Todd McShay would whoop your ass. He totally would whoop my ass. He <laughs> Better get the first punch in. Oh, there's not a chance in hell. I Starts getting have... one good look yeah. One before. sucker one punch. Pu- I'm one punching and running. I'm ah, ah, and running he's grabbing the jerseys. He's going Dude. <laughs> There is not a world that exists in which these guys are the same quarterback. Like, just stop. The Jalen Hurts stuff is honestly making me Mm. anti-Philly. It's really? it's leading me to like this is becoming you the Deion that? Sanders I don't Colorado need that thing. To make me well, no, I get it. You're you used to be a Cowboy fan. I get it. You've always hated that city. I don't have any animal. I love Philly. I have family that lives in Philly. I I got no issues with any of their teams. I love Philly, the city. I've and been there a few times. Great Philly's city. A, Philly's an awesome city. Awesome it's a beautiful city. place, dude. Never the history been. there is it's a worth the trip. Dude. I need if to you, go to a game in the Palestra. I'm too poor. Citizens Bank Park is an awesome ballpark too. If you haven't been, great place to watch a game. Small, quaint. Really you guys good are getting ballpark. sidetracked. Jalen Hurts is not Patrick Mahomes. And to insinuate otherwise is just questioning my intelligence. The fact that this dude is the leader for the MVP right now is almost more of an almost more indicate uh, of an indicator of just how everybody else is not having a good season because Jalen Hurts has 18 touchdowns and 10 picks. He's completing what uh 68. 68% of his passes like there's nothing nothing that jumps off the page with him outside of rushing touchdowns in which it's not even really him it's his offensive line. Tush push. There's nothing more frustrating than Jalen Hurts just hiking the ball falling forward because he has an elite offensive line. The brotherly show. And then getting up and acting as if he just ran a 40-yard touchdown in and flex. Yeah! Like dude, you just got <laughs> Push forward by your entire team. You didn't. Yes, you can squat a lot. Congratulations. Isn't part of this his leg strength? I just, dude, yeah. this stuff is yeah. driving me nuts. He is like not a top five quarterback in the NFL. He is that. not. And we need to stop pretending that he is. Not he's, a what? He's not a top five quarterback in the NFL. He is not. What five quarterbacks would you take over him? Over uh, Jalen Hurts. Right Patrick now. Mahomes, easy. Yeah. Number one. Uh, number two, you would take Joe Burrow without a question. I would definitely take. Well, hold on. Here's my only question. You're talking about ability and skill, and it, with that, I'm not going to argue you. Dude, if you're franchise draft, like if you have a fantasy draft, you can pick any quarterback you want. Yeah. There's nobody on the face of the earth that is taking Jalen Hurts over Joe Burrow. I will say this. Outside of the craziest Eagle fan. What was the noise on Lamar in the contract dispute stuff? What was the noise from people who didn't want to pay him? It was... Can't play a whole season. Can't play. He can't stay healthy. He, he's not. He's not available. Do you know that if Lamar Jackson plays this next game for the Ravens, which I think right now he's on track to, should he will have played more regular season football games 
than Joe Burrow has since Joe Burrow has been drafted, and that was year three for Lamar Jackson. So the narrative by the fast, mobile quarterback is can't stay healthy. The pocket guy who's been to a Super Bowl and an AFC Championship game, well, the facts are he actually can't stay healthy as much as Lamar. So I won't argue skill with you. What I would argue, even though we kind of laughed, is the availability thing has to kind of play a factor just a little bit in your head because you can say what you want about Jalen. He he doesn't he doesn't get hurt, or at least he hasn't yet. Sure, that's fine. I I'm that to me is more of an argument against how stupid it was to argue against Lamar Jackson getting paid outside of arguing against Joe Burrow being an elite quarterback. Does that make sense? So you're saying, okay, so... Like, I see the analogy that you're making, yeah. and I agree with it. That's my only But hesitancy. I'm not using it to put down Joe Burrow. Okay. Quarterbacks get hurt, guys get hurt. It's a okay. physical sport. And anybody who insinuated that Lamar is not a top-five quarterback, he's won an MVP, he's taken them to the playoffs year in and year out. Like, Lamar is better than Jalen Hurts. He's another guy that's on that list. Okay, so I you would got... take Herbert over Jalen Hurts in a, heart, in a heartbeat. Heartbeat? Heartbeat. Wow. Not even Josh a second Allen? thought. Josh Allen, yes, over Jalen Hurts. Not even a second thought. Hold on. Josh Allen. I actually thought Josh Allen Josh was Allen, really good on I'll Sunday. Pick a game, Josh There's five Allen. names right there. There's five names. Josh Allen was really good to me on Sunday. He also was the one that threw the pick at the His team can't run time. the football, and his defense is not elite. Philadelphia oh, they're, has— They're hurt. They're hurt. They're hurt. They're hurt. Philadelphia has one of the best defenses in the NFL. They have for the last two years. Their front seven is as good as anybody's in the NFL. His offensive line is as good as anybody's in the NFL. He definitely has the best His weapons line. are as good, arguably, as anybody's in the NFL. They can run the football as good as anybody in the NFL. But we look at quarterbacks and say, he's the reason they're winning. Like, when are we going to learn our lesson? Wins and losses are not a quarterback sad. Do we need to go through the Jimmy Garoppolo thing again? I'm not saying that, Jimmy, uh, that Jalen Hurts is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't even last one season out of San Francisco. His ass got benched by the Raiders. Because what happens when you no longer have elite talent surrounding him around him on the field? Or elite coach. <laughs> he leads the NFL in interceptions. That's what happens. Jalen Hurts is really good, man. I don't want to try and put I don't want this to seem like I'm just trying to tear him down. It's the argument of putting him into these conversations that he does not belong in, that it exists in the NFL for the last year. He is not Patrick Mahomes, and this stuff drives me nuts. Why does Vegas have him as a favorite? What's your guess? I mean, who else would be the favorite at this point? That's who, name me another player. Mahomes, um, I believe, is second, and he's their offense. Their has offense not is been clunky. Very good this year. I would vote Mahomes over Jalen Hurts, but their offense has been clunky. I would vote C.J. Stroud over Jalen. Let me Hurts. ask you this. Let me throw this at you real quick. We haven't had a, a skill position guy win it since 2012 when Adrian Peterson got back from the ACL injury and rushed for 2,000 yards randomly. Give it to Christian McCaffrey, man. Is it McCaffrey? <laughs> is is, is how about Tyreek Hill? Like sure. I love Tua, but man, Tyreek Hill is ten yards away from every defensive back every play. It feels like every time he throws the ball to Tyreek, oh, there's Tyreek, and he's getting another thirty yards. He's gonna crush his goal of two thousand receiving yards. Which, by the way, he he said that two years ago, and everybody laughed at him. He is overpacing two thousand receiving yards this year. <laughs> Give it to him. If there was ever a season to go back to a skill position player yeah. instead of just making this a quarterback award, which, again, 2012, like that's almost 12 years ago, I think this might be the season, given the injuries with the quarterbacks, given some not-so-good offense. I, Kansas City, they were fine against the Raiders. Their yeah. offense statistically has not been what it once was. No, they don't have a deep threat. Their wide receivers are an issue. And I know the Eagles are 10-1, and whatever, and Jalen's he had a good game Sunday, but... I think if there's ever a season for a skill guy to win it, it'd be this year. He is a part of their winning. He is not the reason that they're winning. Mm. And there's a difference. 
There's a ma- you could you could interchange a handful of quarterbacks on that roster, and you could tell me the Eagles are ten and one, and I would not laugh at you. Mm. You could not do that this year with Kansas City. So he couldn't. hasn't has he sold you on the franchise part though, Jalen? Sure, Hurts? that's fine. He's a franchise quarterback. Okay. I don't have any issue with that. You want to pay him? That's fine. Like we did this, they beat the Chiefs on Monday Night Football a week ago, and everybody ran with the same. You know what he was in that game? <laughs> He was 14 to 22 for 150 yards and a pick. But he made the play. But he made a play. He had a QB sneak late. Two rushing touchdowns. What's the play? Like, what, are, what are we doing here? His defense shuts him down. They don't allow Kansas City to score in the second half. They win the game late, and it's Jalen Hurts as a top three quarterback. I just I can't stand these narratives. Man, you're going hard in the paint. I'm glad to see yours fired up on this as me. This is stupid. I don't think he's the MVP either, personally. Uh, he, he, franchise guy, fine, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, hour number two. We have a lot to get to in the Pac-12. We got a Pac-12 title game matchup, and we've got a chart that shows you where certain teams lie this year in college football. That might surprise you, or it may not surprise you. Hour number two. Colin Wilson as well. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 